0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern, Ned Reynolds, thank God it's Friday. What a week. And Washington Commanders are now
1: in, I guess, better hands. Well, the media would like you to believe they are. And and I'm sure that Daniel Snyder, who was very controversial but still owned the team for several decades, uh, did well. Now, he was not popular among the owners, and certainly not among the media. I read a story today where the media is celebrating. What are you celebrating about? It has nothing to do with you. Just report on the team, for heaven's sake. Anyway, that's beside the point. There is a new owner, or two new owners, for the Washington Commanders at an all-time record price of $6 billion. $6 billion with a B. The new owners are Josh Harris and Mitchell Rawls, both of whom were millionaire business people. In fact, Mr. Harris already owns the Philadelphia 76ers, owns a hockey team, I'm not sure which one, and has a stake in the Pittsburgh Steelers, has a piece of their team. He has to sell that under the rules, so obviously he will. Anyway, six billion, Magic Johnson is also uh, reported to be a member of this purchasing team. So it is, the Washington Commanders will be under a new ownership. Does that change the situation? No, the players are the ones who change it and the coaching. And we'll see what Mr. Rivera can do with this ball club. And I think probably in time, well, we'll see.
0: So, um, yeah, I, I was going to ask you if this was the group that Magic Johnson was a part of. Anybody else like him, kind of known in this group? That, there
1: are a few others, but they are not individuals who wanted to have their names revealed. So, this, uh, their, their silent. They're minority. Yeah, si-
0: silent, silent partners, if you will. All right, you got to give it up to number 15, Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People of the Year.
1: He is one of them. There are others from the sports world who are involved, but... It's not done, and I think people may be misled by this, 100 top. It's not done numerically. It's done by categories. Individuals who are in particular, be it entertainment, be it politics, be it world influence, and all that sort of thing. And Patrick Mahomes is in one of the categories as one of the top 100 influential individuals. And I fully agree. I think that's a That's a signal remark from a national publication, although their membership or readership has dwindled greatly in the last few years. But be that as it may, Time Magazine coming out with this award. Well, the fact is that Mahomes is very influential. A case in point is this circumstance in which teams want to have several games that that teams don't want to, but the NFL does several games on Thursday night. Patrick Mahomes is not for it. And as a result, the issue has been tabled. Wait a minute, Patrick Mahomes doesn't want this? We better talk about this. I think, actually, it's probably going to come to pass, but he's got to be placated because he's a leader of those players out there, not just the Chiefs. He's a leader in the NFL, and I think it's a really big deal. It tells you a little bit about Patrick Mahomes and what his abilities are.
0: And what he's brought to the sport and the excitement he brings behind him. But, you know, he's not wrong. If you're going to send these teams... Some, I mean, for example, let's say, for example, that the two Thursday game thing did happen, okay, and it was already in, in place. You're going to tell a team that's got a already guaranteed play one Thursday night game, fly to Germany at some point in the season and then come back and play another Thursday night game that that just can't that doesn't fly like, I
1: think that scenario is fairly unlikely but what is not and I think the problem with the Thursday night is that it's it's not planned ahead of time because these are flexed games that the NFL has the ability to do so a team may play a couple Thursday night games and that's physically demanding on the players I don't care what anybody says I think the whole Thursday thing is bogus to be honest with you now the players don't agree with that, but have, and it's not every team. It's whoever the TV network wants it to be. But the fact is that it is very demanding. You do get a longer period of time off after that, but is that enough time to really recover from two games? That's a the thing. It's days? the recovery
0: period. And again, yeah, not every team's going to do it, but I guarantee you, the Chiefs will be doing it as long as they're good. And so
1: I'm. Um, that's that's going to be the yeah. first ones ever <laughs> last, last year. I know when this plan was uh, instituted. Uh, For the 2022 season, the Chiefs were the first team on Thursday night.
0: So are we through the uh, play-in round in the NBA playoffs yet?
1: No. It ends tonight, and it will be done tonight because the playoffs, the official first round of the playoffs, begins tomorrow. The final two teams to make the field will be added tonight from the play-in round. Chicago Bulls visit the Miami Heat. Winner goes on to play starting this weekend, starting on Sunday, as a matter of fact. And Oklahoma City's Thunder goes to the Minnesota Timberwolves to play. Winner of that one, of course, is the final piece to the puzzle of the NBA. Playoffs begin on Saturday. Full schedule is set for Saturday. Those play-in round teams, the winners of the first round, or the first games, who were automatic qualifiers, will play tomorrow. But uh, then the rest of them uh, on Sunday, and then it's on to eventual champion, whomever that might be.
0: So, Cardinals return home. After a little bit of time in the Rocky Mountains, how they do last night?
1: Used to make a joke that when the Pirates needed a win, especially last year, hey, get the Pittsburgh Pirates in here. We need to beat up on our cousins. Well, the Pirates came in last night and beat the Cardinals. Beat them by a score of five to nothing. Shut them out. That's the ultimate. The ultimate insults to be shut out by Pittsburgh. but actually, the Pirates are off to a pretty good start. Vince Velasquez, who had been with the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, pitched six innings of three-hit baseball last night. was very, very effective. Unfortunately for Pittsburgh, they they do very good manager. Derek Shelton's done a nice job with this team, but their pitching staff is not particularly strong. However, Velasquez is not one of them. He was very good, had three relievers coming in. And I'll tell you how much they shut down the Cardinals. Jordan Walker's 12-game hitting streak which is among the tops ever in Major League Baseball, was halted last night. He went 0 for 4. So 5-0, the Pirates beat the Cardinals. They'll play again tonight up in St. Louis.
0: Pirates having a good start. They're not the only ones. The Rays, they've had a great (laughs) start. Are they still
1: undefeated? They are. They won their 13th straight, 13th straight game. Won it yesterday afternoon, beating the Boston Red Sox. And that ties baseball's all-time record, the Atlanta Braves of 1982 and the Milwaukee Brewers of 1987. Now, when can the Tampa Bay Braves break that record? How about tonight? And if they do so, it'll have to be on the road because they're going to Toronto to play the Blue Jays. This will be a tough assignment. You know the Blue Jays are ready for this one. Do we want to see the Tampa Bay Rays break the record and set a new one in Major League Baseball? Hell no. We're going to kick their behinds. <laughs> the fact of the matter remains, though, that the Tampa Bay Ball Club is really, really very good. They're under budget. They draw very few people at their ballpark. It's a franchise that you would think would be rock bottom, and yet here they are at the top and playing very well. It's a heck of a story. Yeah,
0: hell yeah. Well, uh, speaking of which, I know it's crazy to think, but there's me. Guys and pads hitting each other on Saturday this weekend at MSU.
1: The plan is, yeah, to conclude the spring drills tomorrow over at Missouri State, the intrasquad game itself is planned for 4 o'clock. Now, I'm looking at the weather forecast here, and they're talking about some maybe stormy conditions. We'll have to wait and see. But Coach Ryan Beard has done a terrific job in planning this whole thing because the gate's going to open around 1, and they're going to have a kids' fun day over there with a lot of, uh, just entertainment for the kids and a chance to meet the players and so forth and so on. It's not just kids, it's adults as well and and ticket holders. But the fact is, it's going to be a celebration of football and the game itself, the intrasquad squad game, which concludes the spring drills, will be starting at 4 o'clock. Hopefully everything will work out for it, and I'm, I'm quite sure it will.
0: Well, Ned, you have a wonderful weekend, and I will see you on Monday.